the flame closes behind you and you realize that it is essentially the front door of the post office that has now regained its normal shape and uh, materials. And the very first thing that Aya says, before he even like turns around to face you all again, he goes, Why do you only have 80% of the Pitman sculpture? Right. Jane is blinking and will unzip the hoodie. Which uh, I don't know that actually anyone has ever seen Jane not wearing the hoodie, but underneath is like a, it's a black A-frame tank top, and then underneath that a binder, and is looking down and like pulls out the statue. I, having no idea what eighty percent or hundred percent looks like, but is like. Eh? When you look at the glass case again, it is just the pewter outline of the fabric that would have rested upon the rest of the bowler hat-topped figure of the veiled gentleman floating in the air inside the glass case by itself. The outline of the rest of the statue is no longer there. That seems significantly less than 80%. I was like this when I found it? No, it was no, not, it and you wasn't know that. Like that. It wasn't like that when we found it. It looked very different. I'd like to ask what happened, but I have eyes, so I saw... I... Gave instructions. The tips of Ayer's flame-topped head are turning blue. Can anyone remind me of the instructions that I gave? Ciara, can you remind me of the instructions that I gave? Uh, something about uh, not causing too much damage. Cool. What do you think is too much damage, Ciara? The building is mostly still standing. Mostly. You know what's more ideal than mostly still standing? Jane, can you tell me what's more ideal than mostly still standing? Uh, no, no, given the circumstances, that sounds as, as good as it can get uh, to me. No other alternative comes to mind. I I don't, I couldn't possibly see how another way that could have resolved. No. Hamaliel, do you typically need to put a hole in a hotel wall in order to get your job done? Yes. That's not true. <laughs> yes. That's yes, not. Is. I've been on five jobs and I've put holes in every wall in every job. That's 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 the prop. That's oh, you need smoke, large billowing black puffs of smoke emerging from the top and sides of Iris' head. Respectfully, argumentation over logistics and bureaucracy are not solving this case. All right, fair. Still very mad, but is obviously trying to, like, conceal some manner of his frustration from you in this moment as he turns to you. Do you have any resolution for the current issue at hand? We have obtained a great deal of information. Does that help you ensure that we don't succumb to the apocalypse? Yes. Cool. Would you like to give me any of that information now? I'm happy to do so. Exposition! <laughs> I think, uh, as Tempo explains, Jane is using one gloved hand to write on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, this... Hmm. This kind of makes some sense. So, so Aya is, like, staring at the board now and goes... So the Beatographs obviously want this, but they don't just want it because it is theoretically beautiful. They want it because it helps them achieve a goal. 
obviously that assumption should be the veiled gentleman has the capacity to grant the core desire of the Beato Grass, which is to beautify. Everything else? I don't know. Including where it went or why. There is a additional party. Mas- masked individuals. I have reason to believe they are not associated with the Beatographs. Not associated? Hmm. Weren't they... Weren't they with... Didn't they come with whoever attacked you? So I, Mike, don't remember, but I do remember. Like, Go ahead. I was like, I don't think they... I'm trying to also remember that. Out of character, so not being Homalia apparently, um, I'm pretty sure the nasty lady just bamfed into the alleyway in front of slash behind you um, to cut you off. So, technically speaking, not strictly associated with the theatrographs. Yeah, because Collins and company had been being followed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before the theatrographs showed up. Right. So, the people that Collins and company described were those cloaked masked figures. They've never seen the woman in pink, but the woman in pink summoned them when she arrived at the hotel. So she's, it's reasonable to assume that she's associated with the, with the Beatographs, but the only person who'd know that is Ciara, because Ciara is the only person who's seen all of them. So do we want to review our keys now or kind of stay in the scene a bit longer? Because I'm role-playing the scene essentially as Ayer talking through the information that you have all had mm. In the hopes of also discovering, in particular, what the door of power might be and what it has to do with the fact that the core of the statue is gone. So if we want to go over the keys that we have so far... Hmm. So some of these are a lot longer because I wasn't totally sure which part was the key. Well, yeah, all of, a lot of these things have incredible detail that I appreciate because that's how my brain works. I'm sure if Rain the Jaddy is watching this game right now, he's going, why is everything so detailed? <laughs> I think the ones that, that leap out as the most important to me right now are the origin of the sculpture. Notch. Mm. Yeah. There's the memory of um, like the the iridescent not shadow thing that transforms everything around it like that's the newest one we've gotten the beauty for beauty's sake yeah before that um Hamaliel shattered one of the the cloaked figures lockets and then inside that locket was the photo of the husband the wife and the child they were the ones or one of the adults that like we had found was in the photo with like the photo included one of the figures that we were engaged with yeah. whose face had like a Count of Monte Cristo style mask, but the face is covered in tattoos that are meant to resemble scars. And so I think like the first one is like, uh, the Origin of Pitman sculpture is like the power of the MacGuffin, the nine is the function and the seven is the who. But based on what comes before that, I don't know anything that leads us to like what the door do or how you turn it on or where it might've gone. Right. That's where yeah, I am as a person. Like the... People muttering, wanting to be beautiful, like the the cocoon imagery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 
what you mentioned there, Audrey, seems to be stuff that reinforces the idea of beauty for beauty's, beauty's sake. So, like, yeah. that might be just here's I mean, the process the, of people getting zombified into beautiful things. Because yeah, the whole thing with the, the sculptures, it was so beautiful that the person couldn't look away from it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, the beauty it gives slash creates is all consuming mm -hmm. and like entropic. Mm hmm. Right. The previous owners were kind of surrounded by overwhelming destructive beauty. And then we have this iridescence, which is in that same vein. Perhaps one way we could move forward is see if we can identify the people in the locket, because right now it doesn't seem like we have anything that points us to a location or a person. Right. The, tattoos, the scar tattooed person could be the harbinger. We also know that the veiled gentleman is a potential harbinger mm -hmm. um, like that that entity that kind of mirrors the sculpture could be the harbinger so i can point out two things that i think would be valuable things to follow up on mm -hmm. um both are pieces of information that i'm sure in context only tempo knows well mm -hmm. no Ah, there's a thing that Jane can help with. That's very cool. One is, Tempo knows the location of the last place that August Pittman did any creative work. Which is valuable because it is the place that made the where the Pittman sculpture was made, where the real gentleman was made. And two, there is a key member that is more valuable to identify, the woman in pink, who both of you have seen. And Jane having seen her means that Jane can physically recreate her. It's true. And make a statue, a statue, a statue. So if we think the... Does it go back to where it started? Is this one of those things? Like the statue, it has been transported back to its home plate or whatever. And we know the cult is aware of it. Then that leads to well we're not allowed to knock down any more buildings we can infiltrate is that along the allowed list August. are you asking aya yeah <laughs> aya immediately goes it doesn't matter to me how you get into places so long as when you get to places you don't make a mess okay so lots of flexibility on the into the place real strict I... on the out of the place i'm i'm Yes, something like, something like, I feel like you've created a loophole that's going to cause me a headache later on, but I don't want to have to think about it right now. He's touching his temples, and you can see the backs of his hands catch fire. Well, I, I know. barbecue. <laughs> I, I mean, I know how I can pull this kind of thing off. At that point, you can kind of see like a, it's not like a, a sh it's, it's a bit of a shimmer, but there's some of that like um, all that's coming to mind is like total recall when the skin is kind of shifting around and you can kind of see Jane like as they're thinking about it, different parts of her face and her body are kind of like kind of popping around like as they're trying to like uh, noodle their way through it. <laughs> noodle literally kind of like pasta. -y. I don't know if that solves the problem for the three of you. Infiltration usually isn't my strong suit. We must get there before whatever becoming that cannot be stopped occurs. I mean, I'm 
I'm good at causing problems. I could, if we knew where they might be, I could always try to delay them. I'm good at looking like a 12-year-old child. People let children in everywhere. I think as this conversation is happening, can I roll for a uh, man of a thousand faces? Well, person of a thousand faces, I suppose, more appropriate. Because on a success, I can gain the memories and thoughts of whoever I look like, which I feel like might come in handy. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Indeed>. Yes, <laughs> let's do this. That can also go terribly wrong. So uh, you have to declare darkness tokens before you spend, right? You have to spend darkness tokens before you roll. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. Uh -huh. um, and then you spend bonds to change the roll afterwards. Remember, uh, you have a bond with uh, me, I think, still? And... Uh, yeah, I have with Sierra and with Hamaliel. I have two with each of you. Yes, and now because of my new move, you can modify that bond by plus or minus three instead of one. So I have clicked spend and roll. Okay, a seven is a miss. So if you spend... The bond one, one bond with Hamaliel, you'll get the 10. I would like to get, yeah, okay. So then let's, um, let's say that it's this way. The experience with this, this, uh, uh, this pink dressed woman is so emotionally fraught. Like whatever lingers in that memory, I'm assuming that like Jane is kind of osmosed most of it. So in trying to zero in on this, they can feel like Tempo's momentary decision-making panic as like, do I beat the person or do I, I pull down the thing? They can feel like the uncontrolledness coming out of Ciara as they they enter into this fight, like knowing what they're giving up in themselves and like that it's just something raw underneath. And they can feel just like the empty expanse of the universe that possesses Hamaliel when Hamaliel when she goes into uh, her her rage, and like it's not only extremely emotionally confusing to have all those things happening at once, but it's a really uncomfortable look into like the inside of the people who uh, Jane works with. So then the question I would ask is like, and you can see John's like struggling with this, and like at various points, like I want to think it's kind of like traumatic, right? Like the the mouth is trying to form, but then like you can hear like Tempo's voice, and like you can you can tell it's it's not going super great. So if we spend that bond, what would you say Hamaliel does to like anchor the moment and um and bring it back together? So one of the things that Hamaliel has as the power of darkness is emotional amplification. So they reach out and take Jane's hand, give it a little pat, 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 three little pats, and the pat becomes the rhythm of your breathing. The pat becomes the rhythm of the heart. The pat becomes the metronome of the breath of the universe and the emptiness that stretches between atoms. The pat becomes the emptiness that stretches between stars. The pat becomes the beat of things coming into ending. The pat becomes what becomes all things that begin and all things that end. And Maliel says, don't worry, you make it. And so like you can see the things like it's 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 speeding up. So it's it's in time with that beat, but then it becomes half notes and quarter notes and sixteenth notes as it starts to kind of settle. And then 
when Jane emerges blinking from this, the outfit doesn't change, but the rest of the body is now this this pink dressed woman, but stuffed into a hot topic, uh, essentially. <laughs> and it's kind of blinking forward, well, I guess down towards Homaleo. Okay. So on that 10, thoughts and memories come together in song and your form harmonizes with it. Choose two. I would like to choose that the shape and form is stable and will last as long as I can maintain it or as I can maintain concentration on it. And then second, that I gain the memories because that was the thing that we, we wanted to do. I really hope that this person thought real long and hard about the path to their secret hideout and the passwords they use and the security measures and, <laughs> right? Please let um, the nasty lady be the IT manager of this entire call. That would be great <laughs> for us right now. Mm -hmm. So, you enter into the, the physical space of the memories of a young woman named Whitney Bailey. The moment in which you, the, you catch her memories is moments before she flees her fight with Tempo, in fact. So you see the last few moments that she saw Tempo and you at the back of the hotel. And through her eyes, you see her focus on Tempo and you feel like this weird flush of intense admiration bordering on, like, somewhere between the affection that someone might mistake for love at first sight and the intense reverence for, like, a high-class celebrity uh, as she focuses on Tempo in this moment who is, like, cool. Uh, but some of that cool is kind of wearing off for her, but it's still very cool. But she still knows that she's here for a thing. And, like, she briefly focuses on the thing. And that's when you see that you hadn't noticed, but she does notice that the shape of the statue is moving in the box. It, like... First, it kind of like splats against one of the edges of the glass case as if it is trying to push itself out. And then it makes this like rapid kind of fractalizing shape inside as if it's kind of bubbling under some kind of heat or magnetic interference. And then it takes its shape again. And Whitney notices, looking at it, that it is still a veiled figure, but it doesn't have its top hat anymore. And, like, this is mere moments in the middle of making, in the middle of the decision that Whitney finally makes to make the tree that rushes up towards Tempo so she can flee. But she doesn't do that. She doesn't finally decide that she needs to actually get out of here. Until she squints at that figure in that case and realizes that its shoulders and like from the shoulder to the lapel of this new new figure, she can make out like the collar and the lapel of what looks like a uniform that has appeared somewhere before. 
And that's when she realizes there's like this silver name tag pin right near the lapel. And you can't make out what's on it. You can just make out that this looks like a shape that you've seen before. And that's when she realizes it. And you, John, you realize what this is to yourself around the same time that Whitney has the memory that confirms it for you. This is a diner waitress uniform. So she makes the tree and leaves. God damn it. I think for everyone else in the room, this takes the form of John monotone reading the screenplay version. Mm. If you've seen uh, Minority Report, the way that the precogs discuss the crimes as they are happening is just that. And also, like, eyes empty, no thoughts. So, like, when the final bit happens, what Whitney says as the religion happened goes to waitress uniform. But, like, monotone, not even, like, more monotone than that. And that's the end of the memory. At which point, Jane clicks back on and is making eye contact with, I guess, I like tempo, you're fairly close at this point, and she goes, fuck. And that's how you know that the memory has ended, because the animation happens again. Right. So I, out of character, think we we can make the, the move. Because to, mm-hmm. make, to make unlock Death's Door, we have to connect at least one key to each facet. Mm-hmm. And I think, we, I think we can find something that goes with every facet. Um, but that's how in or out of character we do that i don't know well i think uh let me pull up the thing again because i gotta find the facets i mean i like doing this in character because aya is here looking at the board also to clarify the diner uniform is a key okay there are so many keys oh my god i love just giving you all details (laughs) i I think with the epiphany of the waitress uniform, it like it serves as an adequate springboard for the post office service representatives to jump into action. Yeah. So I think it is a good enough like narrative place for us to hit the mechanics, so to speak. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brandon, do you want to read out the process, or shall we have someone else do it? I would like Aubrey to do it. The uh, unlock Doom's door, right? <laughs> when you're ready to declare what the door is and how to unlock it, say what you believe it to be. Connect keys to the facets of the mystery, revealing the harbinger. Roll and add the number of connected keys minus the mystery's complexity. This roll is not affected by darkest token, darkness tokens, bonds, or any other move. Shall we roll before we say what the, the, the roll things are? Um, well, we... we need to state what the connected keys are first. Mm, true. Right. So, this one I think is easy. What's the harbinger? The sculpture? Yeah. Is it... yeah. Well, yeah. And the, 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 and the, the origin. Yeah, the, the origin is the good uncovered key for that. I, mm-hmm. I would actually argue that the door of power is a better match for the origin because the place where the sculpture was made seems like a good place for the door, but that ephemeral image of cocoons in and out of a chrysalis could go with the harbinger because it seems to be in fluctuation. Aha, uh-huh, also fair. Yes. So yeah, I'm going to move number three over to by the harbinger. Uh, and then somebody else. 
Should we do lines instead? Oh no, this works. So long as it is legible for all involved. So you were describing the the harbinger with the cocoon picture, right? Mm. Uh, from there, so so uh, Tempo says that, and I think at this point Jane is going along, and and we know the cult can use this to to bring about their terrible beauty of the universe. And then with every kind of like syllable flashing through the faces of cultists they've met or beautiful things they've uh, beautiful people they've seen. So then I would connect the three people chanting with monotone focus. We will make this world beautiful again is the first one. But I think because I because I think nine. Well, if no, if we're using three for the harbinger, then I would use nine for the goal of the beatographs. Yeah. 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 That the iridescent not shadows. That is the goal. They want to unleash that thing and let it do it do. When it comes mm -hmm. to the goal of the buyers, I feel like that five is the most immediate obvious because it says like they were just art collectors mm. who yeah. kind of stepped into something that was just much bigger than themselves. Yeah. And last but not least, uh, the door of power. Origin of the sculpture. Mm. Or at least where it is located. In yeah, where it's located. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that is definitely good because then we can get the uh, I mean, honestly, six is still like the goal of the beautographs. We will make the world beautiful again. So that's yeah. connected to that. There are a great deal of details that you can add specifically about the beatographs still. Um, I feel like the locket probably is attached to them as well. Just in terms of, oh, leaving the mundane world behind and becoming part of this cult. Yeah. Both the mask and the tattoos are valuable information there. Mm. The uh, diner crowd murmuring one could be beautiful is part of the harbinger. And we should probably have no further ideas lest we risk throwing our number too high. <laughs> seven? seven? We have seven, I believe. Mm -hmm. So we get a plus three. I mean, uh, Tempo, what is your tenure on this team but a disastrous success, quite true frankly? Story. <laughs> yeah. Not and just roll all ones. I want to think, like, narratively, it makes sense. Like, if this is the big moment for this team and, like, for for uh, Jane and Himaliel and Ciara, like, finally getting a mystery right's a big deal. So I feel <laughs> like they might oversell it or at yeah. least, like, lack the confidence to keep going. So it makes sense to me why they would keep to the point of... Mm -hmm that but i don't want to make that decision for everybody we are the z team that's one way to put it yes i was having fun uh aya looks at tempo and goes all of those are words that you used they're english words i have no idea do you know where you're going next i know how to get there hmm. okay i mean you blew up your last transport i guess so if you need a way in or out of somewhere the least i can do is give you one door after that you're on your own yeah if we survive we can make our own way back might take a little bit but we'll make our own way back please survive don't make a mess in order to survive but please survive but Ayer, you said that my existence was a mess i did didn't i yeah. Yes. Bye, I. Okay. Tempo makes that joke, and then Jane laughs, but it's in the pink woman's voice, and he's not used to it. So she's mm -hmm. like, 
<laughs> yeah, that was also a lot. Jeez. Um. So mechanically, are you gonna roll now? Yes. Yes, it makes roll. sense. Yeah. Come on, Aubrey, you can do it. Cool. Yeah. In Pass fact, I'm gonna ask John to roll. Oh, don't put this uh. on me. Well, you're the face <laughs> of the nasty lady now. Oh, yeah. that's right, I guess. Uh... You're the face mm-hmm. of the group. You've got to roll. I am the faces of so, the party. The roll now is 2d6 plus 7 minus 4, which is 2d6 plus 3. 2d6 plus 3. Yeah. Oh, how is that possible? I rolled a 7. Oh. oh. Can we spend bonds on those? This cannot be modified by uh, yeah. to- the darkness ah, tokens or bonds. Yeah. I rolled a one and a three plus the three. Oh, ouch, ouch, ouch. Not, I, I told you. That's okay, that's okay. Tempo promised us destruction ahead. This is good. This is, mm-hmm. So, okay, good. so all of this, all of this is still valuable. This is not a sign that bad things have happened yet. On a seven, on a seven or less, the door remains hidden. The theory was the wrong one. Each PC marks one ruin. Oh. In addition, precious time is lost. In addition, precious time is lost, and the doomsday clock ticks forward. So the, two, the doomsday clock is now three of four. Oh. oh so we can't get that wrong again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then I guess what when it says that we were wrong, what part of this is wrong? Because that will then lead us to know what we need to fix. The thing that is wrong... And so, hmm, mechanically and narratively, I feel like this is supposed to play out a certain way. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is you act on the information that you have right now under the assumption, therefore, that the door of power is Pittman's barn. And you tell Aya that, and he cuts a fire door for you and opens it, and you are looking into the barn... There is no barn. Uh-oh. This entire property has been raised ages and ages ago. It dawns on you, Tempo, that you wouldn't have seen this because the last thing that you saw was just repo men coming for the property inside. But since this place has been sold, it's just been arable. It's just been unused arable land now. Even Ayer is confused. He's like, typically when I open a door, I'm opening a door. Like, I've never... I mean... I guess if I'm cutting the door in front of me, it can open anywhere, even if there's not a door. But this typically leads to another door. Yeah, that's not... That's not right. Hmm. You may have to reconsider a thing. John, it occurs to you that even though this is not the door of power... There is still an op- there is a, there is still obviously an answer that is available to you. It occurs to you like like a flash of lightning. The diners the diners waitress uniform is the door of power, or rather, the waitress is. So the in 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 a very fast forwarded version, like Jane's upset by this. She is reading through this kind of script again it's faster and faster and faster so you get the sense of like someone speeding through it kind of mumbling flipping through pages as trying to go through the memories and then 
discarding things left and right. Uh, uh, the, the, the pink dressed woman getting like increasingly manic in her face as John gets closer and closer and closer. And then finally, it's just like a, but if it can't be, no, it was here and we thought it was here. So what else is the thing? And then he's like focusing, focusing, focusing. And I think that's the point where like he's touching across like her chest and stuff, like like physically trying to interact with the memory about where the things are. And then like squeezes down on the actual uh badge and that's when kind of like no it's not a place it's a person where it started who was the first we went to the diner everything was wrong there except for one thing and we just like look we wrote it off but the, the, the waitress was just lucky but what if the waitress wasn't lucky what if the waitress was the reason that makes sense <laughs> You're having this thought, by the way, and as you're speaking, your face slowly starts shifting from Whitney's to the waitresses. And as it happens, you're realizing, not because you're tapping into the memories of that moment when she touched you, but purely as a process of doing the math, it occurs to you. It's happening because the veiled gentleman whether it's the creature itself or just it trapped in the statue, likes how the waitress looks. And that feels icky to you on so many levels. Take two darkness tokens. Ooh. Well. What happens if that number gets too high? Bad things. Well, then you have I a, mean, bad a... things happen when it hits a particular number. What number is it now? Then you have uh, a harbinger time. Now I'm at six. Uh, well, isn't it if you have five left over after a move? After a thing, right, 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 right. So I can, mm -hmm. I can spend my way out of it if we. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although I could really mess this Does up. Does it and also say, trigger when you hit it? I think it also triggers when you hit it. I could really mess this up though, so... because I also gain two to four when I feel frustrated or scared. And for John to go off on a limb and be like, "I've solved this mystery, everybody, follow me," and then to be wrong, that's right. gonna be frustration. So the triggers for Torn Between are when you have five or more darkness tokens after a move. When you are tempted by what the darkness demands of you and when you are torn between your monstrous nature and your human heart. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Because you didn't make a move, we shall wait. Which means that whenever you make a move next, you should probably will spend tokens. Be spared. Which becomes incredibly challenging as a result, obviously, because now you have the opportunity to unlock Doom's Door again, which is a move that is not affected by darkness tokens. Yes, yeah, so so I think someone else should ask you to do that. So I'm going to ask you to do that. <laughs> uh, nope, narratively, it's John again, because John came to the revelation. This is the one time I'll ever be mean as a GM. <laughs> I deserve it. And then also with the feeling scared or frustrated, that's like a three. So I'm sitting on nine. There's really no way that, that this stays together. Mm. We roll the same number of keys, right? With the three, uh, um, like plus seven minus four. So it's a plus three on the roll. Right. I'm going to give you an option based on the logic of the situation. The discovery that you have essentially made is that the origin of the Pitman sculpture and the revelation about the barn that has about the barn and the farm that has been shared with you previously is still information about the harbinger that is still valuable 
you have just gained new information about the door of power, which means that if you want, you can rule plus four. But I'm going to make it your choice. Essentially, you're deciding whether to factor the farm in at all because the farm no longer exists. Oh, absolutely. Like, Jane's not logical. Jane screams at her boss. Jane makes light of small situations. Jane rides the elevator instead of fighting evil. Like, that absolutely will be the case that there's there's no safety thought here. Jane is just unbridled whatever. Did skip the uh the detective schooling part of division and went kind of straight to work. <laughs> so I will roll the plus 4 and I will get oh boy. Oh boy indeed. <laughs> We're going to get So a thing just happened and you're going to learn the results of that we're gonna have a conversation after this break <laughs> uh, so we will be right back uh, after a very short intermission a reminder to you all of course to take care of yourself in this moment as well as we uh, will uh, replenish our monstrous bodies for a brief moment uh, before we return to more of the Pitman Sculptia <laughs> 